this slim but slippery novel and revealing it in a fresh light. Kerouac's vivid description of Burroughs in early May 1952 captures the acute ambiguity of his situation. On the one hand, just a month earlier, Ace Books had formally agreed to accept Burroughs' first novel, then still titled Junk, and he was at age 38, for the first time self-consciously anticipating a literary future. With undisguised delight, Burroughs' letters that April suddenly begin to speak of we authors and us writers, and he tells Allen Ginsberg, then acting as his literary agent, to save his letters for a book of them later on when I have a rep. Note when rather than if. On the other hand, every letter Burroughs wrote that year used a false name on the envelope in order to escape the prying eyes of Mexican officials, because Kerouac's intrusion on the writing of Queer followed only eight months after that fateful evening when Burroughs' Star 380 automatic shot low and put a bullet through the forehead of his wife the glass he was aiming at rolling unbroken along the floor near a table with four empty bottles of Oso Negro gin. That drunken act of madness would cast a long, dark shadow over whatever writing success Burroughs might have in Mexico, South America, Tangier, Paris, London, New York, or his final home in Lawrence, Kansas. The shooting of Joan Vollmer has loomed large in the legend of Burroughs and the Beat Circle for obvious reasons— But the pairing of her death with his second novel only came about in 1985, due to lines that are quoted as often as anything he ever wrote. The book is motivated and formed by an event which is never mentioned, in fact is carefully avoided, the accidental shooting death of my wife, Joan, in September 1951. And, I am forced to the appalling conclusion that I would never have become a writer but for Joan's death made all the more stunning by Burroughs' reluctance to speak frankly about it over the years. These lines from his 1985 introduction to Queer put the novel in the spotlight's glare. As a traumatic report of the real, his revelation also had the perverse effect of framing the text with such a sensational context that it all but obscured both the fiction itself and any other reality behind it. That gunshot was the turning point in Burroughs' life, and Queer was an equally decisive turning point in Burroughs' writing. But it's possible, in fact necessary, to separate the two. First, it's simply not the case that Joan's death is carefully avoided in Queer. In terms of its fictionalization of autobiographical events, the shooting falls outside the narrative chronology, which ends in late summer 1951. Without Burroughs' introduction, few would have thought to make the connection. Further, Burroughs offered an entirely distinct explanation for why, even though they were written back-to-back, his second novel differed so radically from his first. Why only in Queer do we find the trademark comic grotesque turns that would take center stage in Naked Lunch? The difference, of course, is simple, he explains. Junkie is a novel of addiction— Queer, a novel of withdrawal. And, during withdrawal, he may feel the compulsive need for an audience, and this is clearly what Lee seeks. So he invents a frantic, attention-getting format which he calls The Routine.
The simplicity of this explanation is complicated by Burroughs' curious refusal to distinguish between himself and his persona, or between the events of 1951 and their fictionalization in 1952. But this account at least has the advantage of being precise in relation to the subject of his two novels, and in line with how he saw them at the time of writing. The Special Chaos of a Dream Having moved his family, his wife Joan, her daughter Julie, and their son Billy, from South Texas to Mexico City in the fall of 1949, Burroughs started writing junk in early 1950, and by the end of the year had completed a first draft manuscript, on which he continued to work during the next two years. When, in late March 1952, he reported beginning its as-yet-untitled sequel, Burroughs described to Kerouac the major difference, the shift.